Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. Big news, the Sydney Comedy Festival is around the corner and I've got a show in it. That's right, Tuesday, April 30th, Mark Williamson's Guns N' Roses is coming to town. As well, Dave the producer, Dave Keishan, is teaming up with friend of the show, Andrew Barnett, for Dave and Andrew's one-man show. That's on Tuesday, 7th of May. And also, friend of the show, Caesar Kaiser, is bringing back his critically acclaimed sold-out show, Supervillain, to the Sydney Comedy Festival, May 8th and May 10th. All three shows are at the Factory Theatre. For tickets, visit sydneycomedyfest.com.au. And for more information, visit comedyonedge.com. Now, let's start the show. Dave, hit the music. Everybody to Edge HQ. I'm Mark Williamson. Joining me today are Rebecca De Unamuno and Liz Stevens. Guys, guys, Rebecca, how are you? I'm really stoked that you got my name right. Oh well, I, that is so rare and delightful. So thanks. Oh, thank, well, it, it'd be a bit embarrassing because you just told me how to say it. If I really, really. <laughs> start, like I'm just in my head. Like that's why I'm recording the intro. Yeah, later. yeah. I'm going yeah, to just do it all in post. You'd be bit. surprised how many people, how long people have known me that still can't say it. Like people I've known for years oh. and years. So like I'm. Stoked, but That's you get so to impressive. that point when you know someone. Like, there's a few people like on the on the comedy scene. Cause I run an open mic room. There's a lot yep. of open micers, and there are guys that I've seen for two years. I don't know their names. Yeah, and it's it's past the point. Where I go, sorry, you are. No. You can't, especially when they come to. Yeah, <laughs> they have to yeah. be lasting impression on you. Well, yeah, it's exactly. Or yeah, that's probably a good thing. And sorry, Liz, how are you, Liz Stevens? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> That's Liz. Nice, nice, easy. Now. That's I don't know. The people can screw it up. Really? Yeah, I've had step hens. Step oh, hands. Really? Yeah. Step hands. Step hands. Step hands. Step hands. Yeah. That's, that's, a bit, that's a bit weird. That's, that's like effort, really, at that stage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How else could I pronounce yeah. this? <laughs> well, in a previous life, I used to work as a recruitment consultant, and one of the very first interviews, and the first guy I ever got a job for, his name was spelled S E Y M A N. Right. How would you ha- just have a go? Okay, well, first thought was Samen or Semen. Semen. You had it right how it was supposed to be pronounced. For right. the whole interview, I called him semen. 40-minute <laughs> interview, I'm like, semen, semen. And I was like, semen. Chanting semen at him. <laughs> semen, semen, guy, semen. Like, he was a poor kid. It was his first job out of school. He's going as a like a warehouse guy. Yeah. And it wasn't until I rang up the reference and I go, oh, mate, um, I'm here to ring about semen. And he goes, what? <laughs> he goes, you mean semen. And I'm like, oh. Mortifying. I would love that to be a wrong number call yeah. that I answer. <laughs> Hello, can I help? Yes, I'm ringing up about semen. I'd have to. I mean, I, admittedly, I'd, I'd have to. Anyway, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to yeah. say that. And you want to speak to semen? Handy round the office. It's the one eight hundred number that gave it away. Yeah, it was, it was quite, quite expensive. But yeah, I got that one out of the way. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. good to be. Now you just got back from Perth. I did just get back from Perth. It's um I'd only ever spent forty eight hours in Perth before, oh. and it was like on a whirlwind trip, and so I got to spend ten days there, and I was really surprised by um how expensive Perth is. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. food, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like nothing less than four dollars fifty yeah. for a coffee, yep. twenty dollars steaks, yeah, and yeah. burgers like burgers at the hotel that we mm. we were staying next door to, fifteen bucks for a burger and just a burger, That's like with cheap. a little bit of salad. Yeah. Um, I went. Did they take you? To, did you go to Lacquers? No, no. I went when I did the Perth Comedy Festival a couple of years. Have you been to Lacquers? Liz is, I haven't been to Lacquers. Lacquers is they never where take me anywhere, it's though. a late night hangout for all the comics go. They love oh, it. They okay, like and right. they t- you know when everyone talks up oh. and I went there and they're like, Get the steak sandwich, it's the best. And it was twenty bucks. I'm like, oh, twenty bucks is a lot for yeah, a, especially yeah. when you're in the middle of a festival exactly. that's you're having good shows, but you're not really meeting budget. Yeah. And I bought this thing, oh well, at least it's gonna be a steak sandwich, that's gonna be a good filling meal. And it was tiny. Yeah. It was it was it was just mini and then they're like Get the get the chocolate mousse. It's the best. It's ten dollars for chocolate mousse. Yeah. This tiny little bowl of chocolate mousse, and it was packet mousse. Let's be honest. I know, and that's the kind of thing that when you think about it, and you and like, because there are a few times because you get, you know, we were I was doing shows there, so I was getting per diem, like I was getting paid a little mm. a minimal amount a day, and you kind of want to save as much of that as possible, yeah, to sort of go like, yeah, I made more money at the end of the trip. <laughs> but it's like, it was really hard to do, mm. and it makes things and sadly things like fast food outlets and, mm. and chains like that just 
the place to visit because it's oh, fixed like prices. And, and you know, like oh, you know that you're only God. ever going to pay the same amount at an airport mm. as well, um, at like a red, red rooster or something, yeah. and you will willing at anyone else. And I just thought that's that. I don't want to be doing this. I don't yeah. want to be going and eating there. Well, the other thing too is like because we were doing festival, you finished late. The only thing open late in Perth is McDonald's. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's, it's so true. You yeah. have to like have the choice. Like, yeah, in Sydney, like you know, we can get a lot of good stuff late at night. Yeah. Because I remember on like my first gig there, I was talking about Kmart. I go, how cool is twenty four hour Kmart? And someone shouts out, they close at six over here, <laughs> yeah, mate. And I'm yeah. like, oh. I know. Yeah. So it was a long ten. Days. And not yeah, on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not on Sundays. Like if you get yeah, on Sundays, yeah. you're like, <laughs> forget it. Yeah, exactly. It was so. No. It was interesting for that reason. Yeah. And and oh, I guess all it's mining money too, isn't it? Like mm. I guess it's like that's what sort of yeah. Perth is. But I just never really thought about it. And I thought, oh, I've always thought Sydney really expensive. Mm. Mm-hmm. But no. Oh, oh. So I yeah. come back poorer from Perth. From poorer from Perth. <laughs> you spend more than your Perth. Yeah, that's that's right. Because you go to Perth quite often. We well. do, yeah. yeah, yeah. The boys from Perth. Um, and we we actually bought a car in Perth when we first got here. Yeah, and we right. drove it across Nullarbor. Wow. And the difference in the price in car from Perth to here we actually worked out that with the car and the devaluation, we could have bought two cars. Really? Oh, wow. By the time we'd driven it across the Nullarbor, the difference in the price, we could have hired like a gold-plated limousine and been chauffeured across the Nullarbor. Whoa. That's we crazy. lost like three, yeah, about five, six thousand dollars straight off the bat. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's- so Gina Reinhardt, she, <laughs> no wonder she loves Perth. Oh, the valuable lesson. <laughs> she's no wonder she's suing her kids. Yeah, exactly. I can't afford to buy you all steak sandwiches. I'll choose yeah. one. <laughs> That's right. The tastiest meal for my eldest. <laughs> no, no chocolate young, mousse for you. Yeah. I like that she's called it. She's like, no, I won't call her Gina Junior. Genia. I just put an I in there. Genia. Because everything is I. See, it's all mine. I could pronounce that Ginia. 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 <laughs> I like to call her that. Ginia. Jiny for sure. Jiny. <laughs> <laughs> it could be quite a popular <laughs> Oh, Jen, it all comes back to you. Well, Liz, you've, you've moved. It's been, is it a year now you've been over? A year, two? A uh, year and a half, two. Yeah, it must be getting yeah, over it's two good, years. It's yeah. Yeah. You moved yeah. over from the UK. Oh, if, uh-huh. For those who haven't picked up the accent. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is not something I've put on for the... For the podcast. The podcast. We'd prefer it if <laughs> yeah. it was German. We're big in Germany. Yes. Most quarter of our downloads come from Germany. Wow. <laughs> it's, um, we, I wish I could say something. Ich bin in Bailena. <laughs> Actually, I do know how to say. I know how to say one thing in German, or I thought I did. And when I was over there, I did a, a comedy show in Berlin. It, uh, I thought I knew how to say, I don't speak German. It turned out what I knew how to say was, you don't speak German. <laughs> so I spent the entire time going around Germany going, you don't speak German. <laughs> You don't speak German, and people were like, the "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, That's really annoys them. <laughs> really, you went there like in the, you know the forties or. You know. Oh no! Well, even worse, this guy gave me a guided tour of uh, Berlin, and when I was over there, and everywhere we went, there were all these like big gaps where there was no no buildings, and I said, "Why are all the big gaps?" And he said, "Because you bombed the shit out of us." <laughs> and then you go, "You don't speak like, German." Oh, <laughs> she don't speak German. <laughs> It was like a terrible episode of Faulty Towers. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't been asked back, yeah. So no, you won't be touring. Not not so much. No, actually, funnily enough, they're a really good audience. Well, I like I've had this house as a share house, and of the flatmates I've had over the years, I've been here eight years. The Germans are the best. They're the yeah. funniest yeah. group of people. Like the whole the whole thing, it's a myth that they yeah. don't have a sense of humour. They've got uh. this um friends of mine did some improv gigs over there mm. and um we were doing a show in Edinburgh together and so we met up, we sort of travelled different parts of the world and met up and I said, How are the gigs in Germany? Like that must have been really strange improvising in English in, and they said, No, they said really dry sense of humour yeah. the Germans have yeah. and that they would do this scene with a phone book. And the audience, like they'd flick through the phone book, and the audience would yell out "stop!" Like on the page where you should stop, and open it up, and it might have you know be plumbers. So they'd play scenes, as many scenes about plumbers as they could. And at the end of this, the scenes, they'd go, you know, "How's that?" Well, I think it's "Was is that?" or something it's like, "How's that?" What's Sorry, that? I don't speak German. Don't Me either. Speak German. <laughs> Let's just imagine that's what it is. Yeah. But they're asking the question of, you know, "How is that?" And the whole audience yell in unison, "Scheiser." And then they move on. So they're all just yelling at that for shit. And then we they'd move on to the next scene. And I just love that they all do it in unison. Scheiser. 
And then they'd sit there and that was like, that was the equivalent of huge laughter and applause was for everybody to get shies around them. That's <laughs> really cool. That's, I think that's really great. My former flatmate, Ramona, who used to stay here, she her favourite thing to do, if you left your keys around, She'd put it in a glass of water, chuck it in the freezer, and they're frozen. It'd be, and she thought this was hilarious, you know. We live in a house that are covered in bars. If ever we got a fire, you know, we're done. But she's, she's laughing. Oh, those she Germans. You'd be there with the hairdryer. You know? yeah, you know, like, Quick, I'll get close to the place. I've just got to get out. Um, yeah, but that was like, for her, she did that. It was a weekly thing. She would That's freeze great. the whole... The whole flat. But well, that would piss me off after a while. It was funny the first time, and it was even funnier when she did it to another flatmate. But then, yeah, when it's me, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When it happens to you, yeah, it's not it's so like, funny. No. <laughs> then we get Vix, no. <laughs> but Liz, how have you found coming over from England to Sydney? Like, this, it's, a, cause it's a big move. Uh, it's been a lot, lot of changes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of changes. Um, lot. Yeah, it's been great, actually, but kind of different to what we expected when we first kind of came over. I came over in 2004 and did a sort of tour of Australia. And then um, we kind of had in mind that there were lots of comedy clubs. <laughs> and then it turned yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you laugh it up, bitch. And it turned out that they died in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, 2005 to six wasn't a good year for comedy. No, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, we thought we'd done our research. We came over a couple of years later and like half the clubs had gone. And we were like, oh, whoops. Um, but no, it's been it's been really good, actually. And in terms of sort of standard of living and, yeah, pretty fun. So you're pretty settled here for the... I think we're stuck here for a little bit. Yeah. Um, currently not allowed to fly, but... Um, uh, <laughs> probably should mention that Liz weeks later. Yeah. is pregnant. Congratulations with the first child. <laughs> when, when is the due date? Uh, it is technically the 6th of January, but apparently they can come any time three weeks before that. Hmm. Yeah, Toby Coleman, good friend of mine. Oh, you guys probably know from comedy. He's two weeks. His last one was two weeks earlier. Yeah, and he had to make the mad dash because he's up based. Yeah, up he's in the middle of nowhere Coffs now. Harbour. Yeah. So the the family were down. They came down a month early because he's a teacher. He had to go back. Yeah. So he had to get on the small flight to fly back oh, to. Ma- and he made wow. it. But yeah, it was wow the mad dash. So. Yeah. So you, yeah. Get, you want to make sure you know you know yourself an hour and a sort of around. I live kind of around the corner from LPA, which was that's, a, that's a, somewhat of a decision in choosing the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Well, I did a gig with a co- Chris Radburn. I was down in Wollongong with him, and he said while he's on stage, he was headlining. He goes, "Mate, I was MC." And he goes, "Mate, my phone rings. If it's my wife, call me. If she's pregnant, because she was pregnant, she goes, yeah. we go straight away. He goes, doesn't matter if I'm five minutes in, ten minutes. I'm going. Yeah, and I go, yeah. cool. And Five minutes in, the phone rings. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. And she goes, yeah, no, no, no. And she, she, she obviously knew that I was. She goes, Mark, just tell him to buy milk. It's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was halfway yeah. running on stage going, sorry, we've got to pull him off. <laughs> so yeah, it didn't, didn't get to that, that situation. Yeah. Oh, if I was her, I would just have so much fun. I'd be like calling up every five seconds yeah. going, oh, no, oh, no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> she, well, that, no, she didn't do that, thankfully. But yeah. It was all panic stations. So you, you look, look, you're looking for. You've got the, you, you know, the sex of the boy. Is it a boy? Uh, no, no, the sex of the boy. Damn, you know something I don't. <laughs> See, your husband. Like it was. I thought it was a secret that what it was going to be. We were going to keep. We were keeping it a secret for a while because we kind of wanted to get used to the idea, and then eventually it gets to the stage where you kind of, you know. Because you guys have been away this year, and I remember because I yeah. saw Aaron. Mm. Sorry, Liz's husband's Aaron Counter, who was on. Episode four, I think, that, of the podcast. That really memorable one. The, 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 the <laughs> lowest rating of all the podcasts. That's why Aaron's not here tonight. So um, we mentioned yeah. that. So if you want to fix, if He's you want to hear Aaron back. again, yeah, download it, download more. But we were having a chat and I thought it was a secret still. And he goes, you know, well, you know, the cir- circumcision came up. And I'm like, oh, so it's a boy. And he goes, oh, you didn't know. And I go, it was a secret. But yeah, so he did. Uh, well, I'm glad it's a boy. Yeah, it's be... <laughs> that would be really awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> getting... We plan to circumcise our girl <laughs> against the law. <laughs> I, I think there's somewhere out in the camera you can sort of get, get it <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Hey, you can get anything yeah. you want if you try. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a boy. Yeah, it's a boy. Apparently. Yeah. Now, apparently they get it wrong in like 10% of the uh, oh. cases or something. So. <laughs> so you haven't painted the whole room yet blue or... I'm not allowed to paint because I rent ah. comedy's going really well so. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney I think it's, it's, it's an expensive city to live in I think, yeah it is not as expensive yeah. I just had a thought of a, of, a, of a sketch of where the couple think it's a boy and then the baby <laughs> is born and they've done everything to like the, the, everything's blue 
done the nursery and stuff and then they find out it's a girl as the baby is born they find out it's a girl but they just refuse to change anything and raise the child as a boy because <laughs> that's what they thought it was <laughs> I, I want to see that Anyway, that's just how my mind works. <laughs> exposing myself with that. That's what you want to see that. Where are you in about a month? Yeah, they did. They did that. There was there was some dude who brought up uh, their child as gender neutral. Now that's a, it's a lesbian couple in America. The kid's now six. Yeah, but eventually, after but six years, decided to let them choose whatever identity oh, they want. Oh, what they identified with. And what yeah. did they identify what with? They go Do you know? With? No, I can't. It was like, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great. <laughs> I can't finish a story. Don't that ever start a story. You can't that's finish. That's a cliffhanger for the next yeah. one. Yeah. You could, the next podcast you can actually reveal. So, so if you're listening to work and you got access to Google, just go Google yeah. gender neutral okay. kid. Tell okay. us, well, I'll, I'll start a story. I can't finish. Then there was another guy who brought up his kid and only speaking Klingon. That that's wow. the only language the kid spoke. Dave, wow. if you're talking about your future plans as a potential parent here, no, it would not be Klingon <laughs> as a future kid. It'd be Vulcan. Come on, think about it. What's happening? <laughs> what? Cool dogs. Uh, child child and, department of oh, child. Oh, cool dogs. I thought he said cool dogs. Cool dogs. <laughs> yeah, cool <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Every now and then. <laughs> cool dogs, everyone. Oh, cling on. <laughs> cling on. Yeah. I saw a doco where. It's oh, a real language. Family in the seventies no. or something raised a monk. They brought a, a chimp into oh, their yeah. family. Um, it's Project Nim, and to, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? And to raise this, why, why are you, why are you pointing? Josh. Dave Josh. Keishin is pointing at Josh. Implying oh, oh my goodness, you're oh. here. Josh How is, are you? Josh is pulling a face. And, yeah, I can see the resemblance to the chimp. Oh, the, Remarkably well adjusted, Josh. That was a bit weird. So. <laughs> right, yeah, the, the whole. What did, obviously it didn't speak. The, 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 well, the Nim. chimp fixated it on the on the mother and was jealous of the husband. And so there was. It became this like it was almost like this rift in the relationship because the chimp got in the way, and <laughs> and then it, it got jealous of the siblings as well in the family and like was becoming wow. really protective of the. It was it was actually quite tragic well, as the, a story. I think like, the and then the it got t- taken away from the family yeah, and then yeah. went to some like cosmetic Crazy. research and or yeah. some kind of yeah and sort of trauma and stuff like yeah just very strange. It sounds like it's um the very early beginnings of it's me or the dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that's, wow, that's like you would think that, like, obviously, scientific research. If it was chips or wild animals, wouldn't you sort of, it's starting to show protection to the kids? You wouldn't take that. Yeah, they no. can rip faces off. But that was also in the generation where they made Lance Link secret chimp, where well, they, true, yeah. they thought that they could act. Cool. So they dressed them all up in overalls and made them, you yeah, know, but na- but spies. It was the generation <laughs> after the ones that actually sent a chimp into space. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's kind of... It's they evolution. Were, they were a bit fixated on the whole, chimps are us, you know. Like, then the you know. 80s, Michael Jackson just adopted a chimp. Yeah, see? So of course people would think... Oh, there's something in this. We need to make a doco. I just love the fact that we need to get a chimp. We need to get a chimp and we need to get a doco and we need to remake Lance Link's Secret Chimp. Oh, there's, there's a comedy festival show. Oh, there's one. <laughs> we could just play the chimp. Oh, now you're talking. Oh. See, this is how my brain works. <laughs> you really shouldn't suggest things like this. <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> so we were talking about your beautiful no, child no, no, today. No, here I'm, I'm, I'm fine. talking about chimps. Greek Sorry. tragedies with chimps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to eat a person. <laughs> We could do that. Oh, we could do Shakespeare with chips. Yeah, oh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare in the circus. Anyway, <laughs> I think I think you've got a festival show there. I think you've got a really <laughs> really good one. <laughs> a story to tell someone. You may need liability <laughs> though, dealing old. with animals. <laughs> True. Because I look actually look last year my show I wanted to use pyrotechnics mm. and I just got a big no from the venue. Yeah. And I investigated. Yeah, it's like a no. Yeah. I wonder if what I could kind? use a chip. Well, I wanted the show I did was about wrestling, and I just wanted. Flares to come yeah. up like when oh, you walk okay. on stage, and you're yeah. Like, just, yeah. Flares. just well, yeah. There was it was yeah. You know, sparklers is no, but well, I wanted to get the whole <laughs> yeah. And like it was it was cheap. Like to get the pyro, it was only three hundred dollars. Yeah, but yeah, the light my liability I've got at the moment. Yeah, like they they just laughed at me. Yeah, it was ten thousand dollars to get it covered, mm. and yeah, the venue just vetoed it yeah, straight. They're absolutely. like, no. Absolutely. Well, that's not good enough. Yeah, but chimps. I'm going to go to live edition. <laughs> so, we, I did a show recently where we had to work with animals and we had to work with <laughs> baby goats. And there is nothing more terrifying than 
a goat that you're supposed to keep in a particular area and as you go to grab it just they just buckle at the knees like and just <gasps> like they give up the path of least resistance they just drop that's clearly a defense mechanism of these things but i thought i'd broken the, the goat because I, I kind of went no 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 don't go don't go and went to grab it and then the thing just went and crumpled to the floor and i was like i broke the goat's legs everyone cut i broke the goat's I, legs I've, I've seen that youtube video it's yeah just it's just like a goat and someone like is it a loud bang or something and it yeah it's like a concertina like yeah. it just kind of no no you're thinking of a different type of goat it's some type like they just walk along and straight legged like it come and goes bang and the goat just topples on its side oh right like cow tipping like, like yeah, they, yeah oh, their right. legs just lock and they just topple over like oh, there's, okay. a, there's a YouTube video of like someone just like firing a shotgun and there's like 20 little baby goats just go is that the is that the narcoleptic goat <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 and they're used um, to to give warning of predators coming near flocks of sheep oh are they I think so yeah wow I, I, I will preface uh, well add on to the end of this that I think I got that from QI <laughs> so not necessarily the best. Um, if it had been Randling, I would have doubted you. But QI sounds of if you're at work after you've Googled um, that Google um, narcoleptic ghost, you know. Yeah. That, Narcolep- <laughs> Stephen Fry narcoleptic ghost. Stephen Fry narcoleptic yeah, we're giving everyone homework. I love oh, it. It's we've cool. set up a challenge. Finish Dave's story. Yeah, finish Dave's yeah. story. Um, we've set up like go and research chimps. This is great. It's, it's educational. Productivity at the offices are just going to be down this week, but you're going to be entertained. And that's exactly. the main thing. Well, I'm trying to get a chimp. To train a goat in Klingon. I think that's, that is, that's a show. Now that's a show. That's a show. What would you call it? What would you call that show? Crazy Mad Show with goats. I mean, it's the title. You just see the title. <laughs> of course. It's catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Mad Maximum show. hits on YouTube. <laughs> Actually, you're from the UK. Do you remember that TV show, Adventure Game? No. The one that was in space? No. It was this bizarre one on BBC Two. It's a crazy. You try and explain it back to someone. You think it's a, like it's a drunken dream you had, but it was real. And they had like, okay. It is just you, well, Dave. You know that. You've got to explain what the show is. Yeah, don't leave these it was a drunken dream, Dave. Dave. This is why we don't... We go- I need you to finish the story. Dave and oh, Carrie yeah, are sharing story. a mic. And this is why, because Dave never finishes the story. <laughs> Carrie's got to clean it up. Okay, so the story was is that these contestants who were these like C-grade celebrities would somehow get teleported into space. <laughs> and then they would somehow have to find their way off the, uh, the space station. And there was like one bit at the end where they had like this trestle where they kind of, it was like you could move diagonally left or right and you had to avoid like this wormhole in the middle of it. And if you, if you went through the wormhole, uh, you got stuck in space. And it's, it's crazy, but they called the TV show Adventure Game. That was it. It was like, didn't describe anything, you know, it could be anything. But then they were celebrities. C-grade celebrities. <laughs> Hang on, what's, a C- what, what's your definition of a C-grade celebrity? Oh, this is 70s C-grade celebrities. Oh, so this is before it. Twitter. Jimmy Savile? Oh, oh, don't go there. He was A back then, man. Yeah, I saw that. Don't yeah. mess with Oh, man, that is hilarious. <laughs> that, but, uh, so many of those shows, like I've been doing a lot of YouTube looking upping and um, of like shows that I used to love as a kid. Yeah. And, and you're, okay, UK, another question. Mm-hmm. Metal Mickey, describe why, why Metal Mickey is this robot that lives with this family. Yeah. And it was, and I watched an episode just going, like, I don't think I reacted. I think I was just... My mouth was open and I was just in shock that it was a show. Do you remember that? We we had a lot of strange shows strange growing show. up. I like to I think, think it's you know, what it makes us the people we are. You've got one at the moment that I think is it's badly named and is a poor concept. Grandpa in your pocket. Uh-oh. You see, <laughs> it's it's about a grandpa who shrinks down into the boy's pocket. Uh, uh, I just want to see the pitch uh, for that uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on it's on ABC Three. You turn out grandpa in the oh, pocket. Like, yeah, oh, shrink down, grandpa. And is that a grandpa in your pocket, or are you just happy <laughs> to see me? <laughs> it's weird. That's weird. It's it's badly named. It like, is. It's like so so. It's 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 a grandpa, and he shrinks, and you put him in his pocket. That was probably the pitch it, for the show as well. But somebody wow, probably went in yeah, there. Yeah, somebody went, actually went yeah. greenlit that. They went, grand, That's a great there's idea. There's this granddad, right? And you put him in the but, pocket. Yeah, <laughs> but like the, I don't know the quality of the the stuff these days. Just when you think about SpongeBob SquarePants. He's like a sponge who wears pants. Brilliant. And he's rack yeah. it up. Rack it up. And that's a TV show. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Right. And what, what does the grandpa, like, I wonder when you'd need grandpa in your pocket. When you want someone to hold up traffic, you just put out, <laughs> pull out grandpa from yeah. your pocket and he takes forever to cross the road. Or, <laughs> you tell you someone know, to tell a really boring war to, story. Yeah. <laughs> you want someone to complain. This brim. situation calls for. <laughs> you want a toffee. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You want someone to talk to themselves and wet themselves? Better grandma. Right? Grandma in your pocket. pocket. Oh. It's a wonder they haven't merchandised that one. Yet. <laughs> it's a bizarre concept. Just weird. Yeah, but but I've got to say, UK had growing when I was growing up had great shows too. Press Gang was one of my <gasps> absolute favourite. Oh, God, yes. I remember coming home from school and just like... Yeah, I, and that. I have all five seasons on DVD. So do I. You do not. I and, do. and when Kenny moved to Australia, and that oh. was my connection to the show because I went, I live there. He moved to where I live. Like, it was but you so know, exciting. Do you, re- uh, do you remember? I think it's the end of season two. The one of the cliffhangers is that they all leave school and. Uh, <laughs> fuck it! If you haven't managed to catch it in the last twenty years, then you don't yeah. deserve to see it. Seriously. <laughs> Dave's only up to season one. Cliffhanger, <laughs> 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 yeah. see cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, at the end of season two, there's uh, Kenny does this big concert, and there's the he he does this rock star thing, and it is impossible. If anyone out there knows how to find a copy of that song, please, please write into Mark. Get in contact with me. Stalk me over the internet. However you manage to do it, I want a copy of that song before it gets cut off by the credits. Fantastic. It, it'd be out there. I know someone who was on Press Gang. <gasps> I met someone, um, Henry Naylor, who um, oh, yeah, was yeah. in uh, yeah. Parsons and Naylor, mm, comedy duo, mm. and I, I met him years and years ago. I'd forgotten when they he came was out. in that. Mm. Yeah, and he was in God. an episode. It was when Spike and Linda went on a kid's show, and he was the yep. wacky kid's show host, yep, and they yep. ended up having a fight about the relationship whilst on... Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was like, I totally forgotten he was in. Oh, my God, you Press gang. No wonder I like you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So exciting. And Red just Dwarf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's press gang. It's press gang. <laughs> As a side note, um, because Stephen Moffat is now the head scriptwriter for um, Doctor Who, Doctor Who yeah. um, there is a line in Press Gang, I think it's in season four, and it's managed to feature in um, Press Gang, then it came back in Coupling, then it's made its way into Doctor Who, I'm pretty sure. There's the, oh, well, that's a bit lazy. You're recycling the same punchline. And it's something, 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 the IQ of Plankton. But she seemed pleased at the time. Watch out. Okay. That might not be interesting <laughs> for anyone other than someone who has a bit of a writer's crush on Stephen Moffat. However. No, that's, no I understand. Was, was, I, I just at least out your story had an ending, Dave. Dave. <laughs> no, I'm calling you Dave we don't Cliffhanger. Have to, we don't, Dave yeah, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger now. That's, your name's Cliffhanger. <laughs> That's excellent because that's my favourite Stallone movie. That's awesome. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, come on. Rocky 3? No, no, no. It has the, still has the most expensive aerial stunt ever. Mm. Ever. A million bucks to that scene. Damn it. Wow. 20 years. That's 20 years old. 20 mm. years. It was on the other night. Yeah. Mm. It's still an excellent movie. Um, on, the, on the subject of children's TV, uh, do you remember Sooty? As yes. You, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. I remember the original one that wasn't the there was high a speed re, Matthew there was a Corbin fangled one that was all a bit fancy puppet work. No, I remember the, the original. Oh. I remember the late seventies one, which was oh, that's I'm showing my age. Yeah, yeah, I? no, that that was high speed Matthew <laughs> Corbin, though, right? Um, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was. They had discotheques and they would have, they would have a sooty bashing away on a drum kit. I think no, Butch, Butch. Yeah. Dave is writing this down. <laughs> It does making notes. Yeah, like, Google Sooty. Yeah, you've got more homework for more people. I'll be hot linking all these later. Just <laughs> oh, yes. And they had one episode where they went up to the – well, they sent Sweep up to the moon and they launched from Cape Caramel, which I didn't appreciate till many yeah. years later. And it's, oh. Do you remember Lamb Chop? Do you remember yeah. Lamb yeah. Chop? Harry Lewis used to – he used to operate Lamb Chop. That's how he spoke. <laughs> But Lamb Chop seemed to speak. It was weird because that's how she spoke. But when she did Lamb Chop, mm. it was a completely different voice. Interesting. <laughs> Again, there's my mind. No, no, I've no. got a friend at the moment who is being very, very kind and dubbing all of my childhood videos of Sooty onto DVD. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have high-speed Matthew Corbett DVDs. Nice. Hours of, hours of Sooty and Sweet. Where do you stand on uh, Keith and Orville? No, did I not have it here? What? They had like the bird who wanted to fly. Oh. Wish I could fly. I wish I could fly. You got it. Kind of, it might have been the same woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was nauseating. It was. <laughs> but you can't forget it, though, can you? I, oh, no, I can't get it I, out of my but, head. But thanks for that, for putting it back in there. No, you, the, <laughs> years of therapy. I'll day. just be the, the monkey. <laughs> oh, I hate that duck. Yeah, for good reason. The monkey was the only sane one on so the entire was, program. What was the show? What? It was just a, a, a ventriloquist and he had a number of oh, different puppets. 
Oh. Had this that was the green duck. duck with a nappy. Yeah, yeah, that green yeah, duck yeah. with a nappy. Who also released um, a, a seed, an, an album, an LP. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Did it get to top of the pops? Or Probably. Yep. How is Eurovision so big? Like, it was awesome. <laughs> it's pretty big. Yeah, it's no, no, big. I know that, but how did it like get like? It's huge over here as well. No, no, it was. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. No, it's getting that way. It was yeah. put together after World War Two to bring all the countries back together. That's they right. were beating the shit out of each other. It's like the United, like, but like, like yeah. United Nations. Yeah. And because uh, because yeah. you know the weird ones like Israel's in there, but Israel's not in Europe. So uh, so that's that's how it all started. And then it was like really European. And then they let all the other countries in, and then they block voted, and it's just like. It's really different now, but back yeah. then you got to stay up and watch it. You got to and see got to, and Terry Wogan, like yeah. as far oh. as any commentary goes. I, I, I'm, we all miss Terry. He was just oh. you'd watch it for him. You know, he would. Just, like, He'd just get progressively drunker exactly. as the night went on. Exactly, and, <laughs> and you know, and more sarcastic. sarcastic. In the nineties, in the late eighties and nineties, Ireland won three times, and. It, they made a joke about it in Father Ted, but it was actually yes. true. They were terrified of winning that yeah. because they had to pay for it. To yeah. They had to pay for it every yeah. single time. And oh, God. Now they're broke. Who was it they put up that year? The, the, the one where they tried oh, to lose. They, they put somebody up. They were absolutely terrible. Oh, I can't remember. But and it I was mean, almost like the producers where you kind of thought maybe they'll get loads <laughs> yeah. of base. <laughs> just for being shite. Yeah. And they just said, oh, don't can't win again. That's where uh, Riverdance came from there. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah Riverdance River was the interval uh, sure. entertainment. I was going to say, on, um, they're like, how can we not? Mm, how can yeah. we not win a singing contest? We'll dance. Yeah. And yeah. they became multi-bajillionaires. Oh yeah, that. Michael Flatley's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but the producer. Anyone, where is he now? Oh, he he's touring <laughs> his own show. He's kind of he's still going. It's another Google oh, yeah. thing. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Flatley, where this is, is he now? Just the most but educative. But he was annoying because show ever. But he's American. He's, he, really? he puts on this Lucky Charms accent, which really annoys Irish people. Unlike Bono? Unlike Bono. Well, oh, dear. They've got enough money now. They don't care. Yeah. He could feed Africa if he wanted to. But he's saving yeah. the world, isn't he? But he'd rather tell others to instead. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. so that's Bob, more fun. So the other one, what's his name? Who did the live Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. Uh, oh, he um, has the best hair in the world ever. Yeah, but he's pretty bad at naming children. Don't care. Yeah. I want his hair. I think that may have been his heroin addicted wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah might be that. Polly Yates when she was banging you know. kind of. Uh, was it Michael Hutchins at yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Polly Yates. Mm. Polly but no, but he had like well, there's, there's peaches. There's heavenly. Her- oh, that was, Tiger Lily. That was Hutchins. Yeah. And there's a, the, the other one. There's gonna... Chick- Trixie Bell. Trixie Bell. Do you think those are the real names? Yes. Yeah, they're no, they're no, not. Real no, you know, like in horses, horses don't have the real names. <laughs> Get, th- those those racing names are not their real names. So it's that when they're racing, oh, you can't shout out their name and get distracted. So that's not their real names. That's what celebrities do with their kids. Yeah, right. So they're really what? Margaret and Leopold. Yeah. <laughs> Is this so that the paparazzi, as you, they're walking down the street, I think they'll still notice that people are calling out their names. Yeah. Pretty sure she answers to Peaches. <laughs> have you seen her? I have actually. <laughs> I was Melbourne Comedy Festival 2007. She was in town and she was at a bar that comics mm-hmm. went to. And I just remember all day, like at the time, I wanted to go up to her and sing the president song, Move into the Country, You're Gonna Eat Me a Lot, of, a peaches. lot of Peaches. But yeah, they wouldn't let me near the VIP section. I saw it from a distance. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Did you, did you voice this intent before? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, well known. Quick, let him in. He needs to yeah. serenade her. I, I need with to that, sing. With that song she's never heard before. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's, yeah, like that's a new one. Quick, uh, let's send him in. I thought that was the greatest line of it. I never, I never did. No. Aww. I never got peaches. Never got peaches. That's okay. <sighs> well, it's been... Oh, so no, 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 you go. Uh, you go. Again, I just went remembering stuff from my childhood. Remember when the awesome <laughs> foursome did the Goulburn Valley ad? Oh, peaches, yes. mangoes, peaches. Peaches, mangoes, peaches. Anyway, there you go. Look it up, hadn't kid. heard that one. <laughs> oh. You would have been in there if you just remembered that one. That's it. We're going to England. I need... <laughs> yeah. Can I hire the... How do I hire the... Who's agents? Quick, the foursome, which, foursome? Which, was the, which was the children's show where they all got in a time machine and they travelled back? You, Remember you the could... Great Space Coaster? <laughs> Great Space Coaster. You could do that and Get on see board. her again. Or the magical school bus. See, this is the thing. Like, what that's was the, the best teapot? Thing about, what's that? The teapot. The, the... Tea, Tallulah bag. Oh, I can't think of the name of it, but tea bag and t-shirt. Tea bag. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
know a kid's I character called Teabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like T-shirt and Teabag. Yeah, yeah, it's like Captain Pugwash with, you know, semen stains. Semen. And then he later interviewed Mark. Master Baines, Master Baines, semen stains, and Roger the cabin boy. We came full circle then, too. See what I did there? Hey, hey, we've got a little bit of a... <laughs> we got we got that back. We got themes. Hang on, I've got my grandfather in my pocket. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's just I'm just making sure he's all right. Yeah, Sorry. yeah he's cool. He's got enough worthies to get us through the rest <laughs> of the day. Right. Uh, the uh, yeah, tea bag and t-shirt. That was a uh, puddle lane t-shirt. t-shirt. Puddle lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, an Aussie show that starred Wendy Harmer. And it was a kid's show called Trap, Winkle and Box. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember the, I remember the name. I do remember the name. It rings a bell, but I don't. <laughs> the theme song was Trap, Winkle and Box, Trap. I don't Winkle even know that show would pass the senses in the UK, quite frankly. It sounds like a set of instructions. <laughs> Trap, Winkle Trap and Box. This is Australia. You guys over there. That's the <laughs> but wasn't that the, the magic roundabout? Oh, the, oh, yeah. The magic oh, roundabout was, just, was a French that TV was a show. Process of drugs, really, yeah. wasn't it? The, 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 the magic roundabout was a French show for for little kids, and it's very innocent and very sweet. Yeah. But when they decided to translate into English, they just didn't look at the script. They just made up whatever they wanted, yeah, and brilliant. it's much more salacious and innuendo driven, and just oh, crazy. It's, yeah, it's one of the kid shows that makes more sense now <laughs> than it did at the time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> what was it like? Cause the goodies in England. Was a comedy show for yeah. adults over here. It was shown at six o'clock. Yeah, it was kids, kids out. Kids out in the yeah. afternoon show with Michael yeah, Tunney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike Tunney. Where's Tunney? <laughs> where's Tunney? Write that. Check yeah, that. Yeah. Right can I Google? Down, where's Tunney? Write down Michael Tun. We'll look him up later. <laughs> can I? Can I just say that um, my friend who is converting these videos onto DVD saw Michael Tun as part of one of the clips on the afternoon show the other day. When, as he was transferring them. Uh huh. I remember. I remember. Honey, and he was also a Triple J mm. um, DJ as well. Because I remember. Was it? I think it was him. Because remember when um they started airing the Unplugged series on Rage, Nirvana Unplugged. It was after yeah. Kurt died, and Michael Tun did the. Because I've still got it on VHS. Yeah, right. And it's right. like Michael Tun introducing, and then they cut to like Mikey Robbins, and Mikey's sleeping on a couch going. Nirvana, Kurt's got a good cardigan. Cardigans don't get a good rap anymore. And then it's Mikey's like, sit back, enjoy Nirvana. And it's like, why is Mikey Robbins enjoy introducing Nirvana? And plugging cardigans. Yeah, well, Kurt wore Kurt a cardigan, wore a cardigan. In, the, in, the, in the recording. Did anyone ever see Nirvana live? I saw them live once at the very first Big Day Out. No. Really? Gosh. Whoa. Talk about, like... That's... You see them You see them in the clips and stuff and go, wow, that's amazing. Mm. But that sound that three people made mm. was... Unbelievable! So wow. impressive! So freaking tight and loud, and they were amazing. Mick Meredith ran in t- like he was at Bad Manners in Glebe, and yeah. he goes, "Oh, there's Nirvana." He went no up to Kurt. I think he went up to Chris Novoselic, mm. and actually we'll get Mick to confirm it later. And he goes, and he just had a chat to him. He said, "Yeah." He goes, "Kurt was Kurt was there with pink hair, and you could tell he didn't want to be bothered." Da- I think Dave was there, and yeah, he just had a yeah. chat to. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. like, well, I, I, don't, I don't like Bad Manners, the cafe, but I like going in there knowing that, oh, Nirvana's been here. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> same with Coogee Bay. Because yeah. they played Only they because Selena's, they didn't know any better. Selena's, yeah. yeah. the Coogee Bay RSL. And it's the same with um, the M More, knowing that the Rolling Stones were backstage there. And when yeah, I, that is hang out there, cool. you just go, yeah. We told, Jagger used this toilet. I was backstage when Rogue, Joe Rogan was there, and we were telling one. him that, like, the Rolling Stones been here. He's like, really? He goes, no. He wouldn't believe that the Stones, they had to go and show him the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Absolutely. Wow, yep. No. But you, so you, you, the big day you saw Nevada because yeah. I remember hearing. I think the clouds were on the same stage at the same time, and they sort of said to everyone like they had six people at their stage, and they're like, yeah. "Can you guys go so yeah. we can go watch, Nirvana? go watch Nirvana? Like, let's go. This is a once in. And there were the six people. Yeah. No, we want to see the clouds, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I often would go and see the clouds. I was a big fan of the clouds too. But the oh, first, great, but... yeah, first big day out was Nirvana, Violent Femmes, and. Oh. The second one was Iggy Pop, Nick Cave, and Sonic mm. Youth. That was pretty Ooh. amazing. But um, it was back when the Big Day Out was actually like the biggest names mm. of. Uh, do you mm. know what I mean? Like it was, mm. it was the it bands were the ones that yeah. came out. I just found over the last few years, I've come and gone. Yeah, you're kind yeah. of bringing back some old, like. Okay. Well, I don't like Homebake. Homebake's got Blondie headlines. I'm I don't, disappointed about I don't, that. Like, no, knock, no knock on Blondie, but Homebake is an Australian music. I agree. Like, but yeah, like, couldn't you like, couldn't you slung some money at Powderfinger or something? I, or? I absolutely agree. Bl- agree again, yeah, like, Blondie, no, a fantastic like, I love, yeah. big fan, but yeah, Homebake is, it's, you know, 
we, there's been all these campaigns recently of, you know, with um with actors in, in the country about trying to keep uh, local actors yeah. employed because they just want to be able to bring in anybody from overseas, mm. and it's and it's kind of you just kind yeah. of go. You, there's one music festival that we've got that's mm. that's that's Aussie, and that's what it claims to be. Just maybe you should just stick with it because yeah. as soon as things like that start getting messed with, they disappear and yeah. it becomes something else, and it's like. That's really annoying as well because, like, you know, there's so much good Australian talent mm, out there. Absolutely, yeah. And yet people like me get billed above it for no fucking good reason. <laughs> it's like, oh, from the UK. <laughs> yes. As I a remember... promoter, putting UK next, it does. I know. It does. I know, it does. It does. It's yeah, sickening. Like, yeah. it's from the UK. Like, it's yeah. a qualification or but something. I, I, yeah. I was talking yeah. about this about with, um, like, the likes of, say, Mel B um, taking lots of jobs she comes over and she's hosting all these she does that jobs. to us as well if there's and any consolation <laughs> no one likes her I'm just no thinking, one but i'm just thinking do we not have talented women who can do that job yeah. i actually think we do mm. and i just get a little, little bit mm. kind of why is it and it's because it's the exotic for australians it's almost like we're apologetic about who we are and we think get someone in with an accent yeah. and it's credit it's it's credibility but yeah. it's, thanks uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Cliffhanger. Except yeah. yours, yeah. Thanks, Cliff. But yeah, what do you mean? Are you they, free they bring, to they bring all the like Irish that. guys in to do all these talent shows. You're like, okay, you got Ronan Keating in one, yeah. Yeah. and you got yeah. Brian McFadden in the other. You know, yeah. I was trying to see if I could swing that one. And you've got, and also the um, the guy that does the uh, the Voice, who hosted the Voice. What's his name? The host, the host, Darren McMullen. He's oh, he's he's accented, accented as well. Yeah, yeah. But like, Darn. but she was brought over like specifically mm. for a show, and I. That's where I go. No. That just shows bad judgment all around, yeah, doesn't it? Because you know, <laughs> if you've got an accent, you you know, you live here, great. Great, but, but I'm just do, like. Do you think maybe they thought, right? Who have we got on the other? Oh, Kyle Sandlands. We need to go overseas. Yeah, we need to go. We need to look <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> they stole Keith Urban. Stole <laughs> Keith Urban's over. Well, Keith's, Keith's, well, Keith's gone. The US. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's gone over the, there at American Idol. American why, Idol. why don't you go and ask Melissa George? Ah, oh, yeah, she's, isn't that interesting? Yeah, she's. Well, that was like, yeah, Melissa George, and this Carrie's probably going to interject before I get into the story. We had a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> Ian Simmons was on, and yeah, he, Ian's a head writer, Good Newsweek, and but he was on set at a country practice. So naturally, I asked him all the questions about a country practice because it yeah. was just. In, I will interject here and say that my cr- cheese credit here is two for today. Two, that's true. Two cheese credits, but I, I get two stories about cheese, which are going to be uninterrupted and completely mine. Great. I think I've lost my point there, but country, country practice. practice. Country I'm practice. intrigued now. Ian Simmons, yeah, no, country practice. Melissa George. Yeah, Melissa George. <laughs> but like the whole thing, he was happy to talk about it, and I've met like a lot of actors who will talk about that. Like Dieter Brummer, he was in the press this week. And I actually, I met him and I asked him, I said, oh, you know, he's a good guy. Like, cause he is a good guy. You know what his day job is when he's not acting? He abseils down and washes windows. And one day, like, they were, the building next door, I was like, because I remember reading the story and I was like, oh, my name is Dieter. And it was him. And I went up and shook his hand out of chats and, you know, how's it going? And I, this was before Underville. And I said, oh, home and away, you know. Cause I, used to watch, I still watch Neighbours and I'm, I've got no shame with that. But, yeah, like, she's <laughs> just being a dick. Like, I just, I mean, it's always, like... Where you get your start is kind of, well, can for I, me, it's nostalgia. Well, can I kind of, uh, intru- I've, I've, I, as an outsider, I know it's a little bit of a tall puppy. Because after, okay, so she was a bit annoyed that people keep coming back to it after 20 years, which is something. But then the next day, it's like, ha and her TV show in the UK is getting cancelled. Yeah. And then the next and then the next day, oh, no, wait, it's back. And then the following week, it's like, aha, the role wasn't even originally written for her. It was originally for Gillian uh, Anderson, so it's not even her role. It's just like, leave but, her alone, man. No, well, I think no. what she said was pretty... Pretty like saying she'd rather walk her dog hmm. through the streets of Paris than come back and like come back here or something and spend time here yeah. and, and that you know if, that she threatened to walk off camera if they talked about Home and Away. She was on a Channel Seven show. Home yeah. and Away is a Channel Seven show. It's inevitable they're going to say, and we remember you when because yeah. it's something that we look back on fondly of her in that role. Well, that was that was her, definitely her mistake. And that, that was that and to she, do that, they, they, I go. But, open slather. But, the, but yeah, on. but the media are just like going for it now. They should have just like yep. let her let it let it go. But I just really feel like they yeah. irked her and they got to get her back now. And yeah, they're going think, all out for it. Oh, she's 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 dis like she's dis and dissing Australia sells newspapers. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. we're a nationalistic bunch, which is pro- sometimes well, Australia is the only place I've ever lived where being on the place is an insult. You know, on Australian mate. You know, you never get on Irish or on British. It's not a kind of a yeah. 
a thing that's used in other countries. And I, I, I blame John Howard Scottish. for that too. They do. I blame John Howard a lot for that because <laughs> that whole concept of mateship, oh, mateship. and stuff. Like uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the brilliant works of Casey Bonetto. Oh. But um, yeah, he just he just brought back that whole kind <laughs> yeah, of whole. like you know what defines being Australian. You know, well, he kind of took like Hanson came in and he's like he's sort of you could see his mind working. It's like ooh. She's gone too far, but people are behind her. Let's water it down. Call it mateship. Yeah. We decide who comes into this country. The, the means in which and they, yeah. whatever, the process, what was it? Or let them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, you're right. He's blind. Like the whole, like the whole Southern Cross tattoo thing, the whole Cronulla, like the Cronulla, it was disgusting. Yeah. But it's all that culture that he bred. Mm. And it's like at the moment, like what, haven't we just excised Australia from... The refugees, or like, it's just sickening. How oh, that, and that footage of that girl, French girl on the bus in Melbourne, like, mm. that's just. Oh. And and the the thing is, watching it, mm. I, I don't know why, but I, I was uh, I saw it on Facebook or whatever, and I mm. and I, I clicked on the link to watch it, and I. I don't know why, but I was anticipating it was going to be a lot worse than it was because I actually looked at that and went, that is behaviour that I have seen mm. on numerous occasions out in public, on, on public transport or whatever. And how sad that I wasn't as affected by it because I'd seen it mm. so many times before. You know, and I, I've suffered, you know, with a surname like Dana Muno, you're bound to get, you know, teased and stuff here. Like, I remember growing up, you know, I was called a wog and all that kind of stuff. And I had to go and sit English competency tests once what? a year in high school because what? of our surname. And my brother and I were both top of English in our respective years. And I just was like, no, um, I reckon maybe could you tell by this that I can actually, it, based on our surname, we would have to go and do English comprehensions to see if our English skills were satisfactory. And you just think, like, it's been going on for ages, you know what I mean? But, but to see that footage, I was like, how sad that some of us have become desensitised a bit because that's just There is one thing, though, like, in that whole thing, as bad as that was, I just hope people don't think this is an excuse to start singing on a bus. Well, it's, like, well, happened. it's I, happened. It's like, I like, you know, good on earth. They're in good cheer. Like, no one deserves to be racially beaten. Now, but don't start singing on buses. Let's, let's. Well, there's now a group that I that I was, <laughs> someone threw me onto it on Facebook, a friend of mine in Melbourne who is, it's the group who's singing French songs on public, tra- on public transport. And they are now filming themselves. Solidarity. Going around and singing French <laughs> songs um, on, and they got on a tram and they said, the, the challenge is now up to you. Uh, it's one of, yeah. No, but it's, it's like the whole bus etiquette or train etiquette. You know, like mobile phones now can play music out loud. Yeah. So you got people uh, sitting yeah, down yeah. the back, back playing their crap music and you're going, God, yeah. you get I'll less of that here than you do in the UK. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because double-decker buses. Everywhere. Double, oh. Double-decker buses don't have the engine noise upstairs. Yeah. So you get it all. But the here, whole. it's beginning to start. And you, yeah. Yeah, at what point do you kind of go to say, your music taste is it's crap? crap. And I don't want to have to listen yeah. to it. Yeah. I know. Oh, I feel like we've got granddad out of my pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Granddad's out of the pocket. <laughs> In <Yeah>. my day. <laughs> no racism, but don't yeah. sing. See, I, I've got um, criticised by a couple of friends of mine for not using public transport enough, and I will essentially drive anywhere I can. Up until recently, I would have criticised you, but the whole horrible thing in Melbourne, I don't blame you for driving a lot more, like that poor lady in Brunswick. Well, mm. I, no, I've yeah. never had a pleasant experience, catching a pleasant, straightforward experience catching public transport. I've always been harassed by someone. There's... The last time I caught a bus up my street past 10 o'clock at night, I was just sitting there going, oh, I hope the drunk 12-year-old doesn't beat me up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, if I keep riding the bus, maybe I'll get away from the 12-year-olds. And they're literally 12-year-olds off their faces. Mm. And uh, that's I, I have to yeah. say, I, I, you get a poorer class of... Drunk twelve-year-old over here, yeah. <laughs> like they just don't know what they're doing. Quite yeah, frankly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I'm from, <laughs> you know, I, I had one. I, I had a couple of oh god, a couple of months ago now. I came back from a gig. I think it was Oatly, and I had some fourteen-year-old crack addict in the Central Station mm. come up to me, and she was like, "Give us, a, you got a cigarette or what? Smokes? Give us smokes." And I was like, "I uh, don't have any." And then she punched me in the arm. And I, I yelled at her and she fell over in shock and banged her head. Yeah. It was all just yeah. and I thought, God, that was that was really easy. <laughs> like, yes. so I remember when I first got to Sydney, I was it was Glebe. I went to my mate's engagement party and I was a bit tipsy and I got lost <laughs> and I was walking 
I must have walked the back way because I was trying to get to the city. I could see Centerpoint Tower and I was yeah. walking towards it. And this group, there would have been about 10 or 12 of these drunk 14-year-old kids. And they're like, I'm walking along and I see them, I'm like, oh, whatever. And then they circle me and like one of them goes, give us your money, mate. And I go, no. And I just kept walking and they're like, give us your money. And it was probably because I'm drunk cause I'm not a confrontation mm. guy. Uh. And they go, give us your money. And I go, look, guys, I can give you the money, but... I'll give you my ID. I'm Detective Sergeant Mark Williamson of the Glebe Police. You'll get the money. I'll walk back to the station. If you beat me, the police will be here in a second. So do you want my 20 bucks or not? And I must have just been the drunken confidence because they just walked like, oh, fuck you. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I just kept walking. It wasn't until the next day I realized I'm like, what the fuck did I do that for twenty dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. but I, like I don't drive at all, and I've mm. um, even when I was no, growing, I, I grew up out in the western suburbs, and I went to Sydney Uni, and I had to commute via public transport to mm. and from, and that was back in the days where public transport was even less frequent. <laughs> really, the private bus company. Jesus. Oh, West Bus, oh. and it was West Bus. Oh. And it was like, and so it would take me an hour and a half each way to, yep. to go to uni. And so the things you see and, and stuff like on transport and, and everything, and a friend of mine gave me a tip and she said, you know what I do? And I said, well, what? She goes, well, you're just out crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've done it. Okay. Yeah. And she used to sit on the train and if she saw someone come, like she'd always sit in the bottom part of the carriage. And if she saw someone coming down the stairs that looked a bit, like, a bit dodgy, she said, all you do is you just sit there, you start going, and just bashing your head against the 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 window, like the bit of the window, not hard, obviously, yeah. like stunt wise, stunt wise, but she'd just do that. And people would never come and sit next to her because I, they look like, yeah. we're going to do that. I never got to that stage, but I used to have to catch a bus into, I went to school in the inner city, but I lived far out. So I'd often be leaving at six, six thirty in the morning. And then I did the same for a lot of uni and you'd always have regulars on the bus. So you knew the people who were yeah. going to be on that bus. So you couldn't quite do that. I wish I had thought of that trick beforehand. Yeah. But occasionally I would have some horrible, creepy guy try to pick me up on public transport. And because the bus ride is so long, they've got a long while to to have a crack at you, as it were. Yeah. And um, I just became very good at incessantly talking. Yeah. And after you've done that... <laughs> <laughs> the look on Dave the Tappy's <laughs> face is just... <laughs> This is the moderated version. He's just mentioned 53. We've hit 53 minutes. Um, but if you, you have someone who's sitting next to you going, oh, so what's that you're reading? And take that question. Uh, you know what? I can, I can talk on this for the next 15 or 16 minutes. Now who's happy about having sat next to the, to the girl on the bus? Julia huh? Wilson. I'll, I'll definitely say something like, you know, this is it's the Bible. Oh, it was, always a, it was about... always a very obvious science fiction book. Oh, right. So it okay. was um, a lot more scope. Well, have you ever heard of this or yeah, that? that was if, you had, if you had it set next to David, like was moths like, to a flame. Yeah. <laughs> he would have proposed. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, this episode's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for coming along. Pleasure. Now, Becky, you on Twitter, Facebook? No, I'm no? on Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Fan page or just... Nah, look, just me. Well, just just, yeah, you can just see what I'm doing it's usually just watching the cricket and hanging out but no yes you can look at me up on Facebook yep. and I'll decide whether I put you as a friend or not yeah no, that's good. and Liz you are on Twitter uh, yep at Liz Step Liz I Step think. yeah at Liz Step uh, <laughs> shut up and yeah. Carrie's on Twitter at wit <laughs> underscore large that's right Dave's on Twitter at Dave Keeshan should be K-E-E-S-H-A-N tweet him and ask him to send you the rest of the stories that he yeah. provides tonight I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore O-H as is Comedy on Edge Comedy on Edge thanks for tuning in if you're downloading us on iTunes give us five stars it costs you nothing thank you have a good week <laughs> <laughs>